With deep experience revival level, introduce to you God's word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastor Golo Prince. God bless you as you listen. Let's appreciate Him. Open your mouth and begin to celebrate Jesus. Give Him all the glory. Give Him all the glory. Celebrate him is the reason for our rejoicing. We have no testimony without Jesus. He is our testimony. Father, we thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for accepting to die for us on the cross. Thank you for the peace you've given to us. Thank you for the victory you've wrought for us on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for your blood that was shed for me. Thank you for lifting up our heads again, O oh Lord. Thank you for carrying us from darkness into your marvelous light. Thank you for the salvation you've given to us. Thank you for the hope you have given to us. We have come to say thank you, Lord. We give all the glory to you. We give all the praise to you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. What is our hope if Jesus did not resurrect? If he didn't die, we give thanks to you. The regret of the wicked is eternal. Lord, we say thank you. We've come to join all the saints all over the world to celebrate a time like this, O oh Lord. We say you are God forever and ever. Receive all the praise for lifting our heads again, rescuing us from death, saving us from darkness, showing us the path of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving us your spirit. Thank you for calling us your own. Thank you for redeeming us. We give all the praise to you. In Jesus' most precious name, we have given thanks. I will say amen. 1 Samuel 30 verses 4 Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. I will say in amen. I will say in amen. Now we are still on the strength of God for we to be able to pursue overtake and recover all. That is what we are still studying on. God's strength for we to be able to pursue Overtake and recover all God's strength. And by the grace of God, we have actually journeyed in that study to where we are today. So it has just been awesome what God is doing. But how is he doing it? By his strength. It's not by my strength. My strength I knew at a time it finished. At a time my own strength finished. I was only looking up to God. I could see myself running around a circle until heaven said, no, you can't stay long in this circle. You have to move out of it. 
I want to say to us, until we come to this point where we have seen that our own strength has finished. We have seen that our own strength has finished. They wept until they had no more power to weep again. Until you see that my own strength has finished, God will not take over from that point. It was at this point that God needed to take over. He turned, if you look at verse 5 and 6, David had to turn to God to inquire. He turned to God to inquire. When they began to remember what they have lost, and David's two wives were taken captives, and Hinnom, uh, verse 6, and David was greatly distressed, for the people speak of stoning him, because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. That is, he strengthened himself in the Lord his God. He did not strengthen himself in himself. He didn't strengthen himself in one knowledge. He didn't strengthen himself in one secret that is covered somewhere. His strength came directly from the Lord. His strength came directly from the Lord. This evening I began to ask myself some questions. I see that actually there is a strength that we inherited in Christ Jesus. There is a strength that is embedded in that which we have inherited. Are we saying amen? Are we saying amen? Look at Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them, for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord, neither be you sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. That is the phrase that I want to take. I want to take that phrase to speak on what God is saying to us. Concerning the strength of the Lord. Where the strength of the Lord comes from. Where the strength of the Lord is packaged. Where the strength of the Lord comes from. Until we understand it. You still see yourself struggling. It is not what your physical eyes can see. At times it's not what is handleable until it's being revealed. If it's not revealed, you can't handle it. If it's not revealed, you can't handle it. Your physical eyes cannot see it. There is a strength that is called the strength of the Lord. Tell your neighbor there is the Lord's strength. There is the Lord's strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength for the joy of the lord is your strength now the joy of knowing jesus the joy of knowing jesus communicates strength unspeakable in us the joy of knowing jesus not the joy of having money the joy of knowing jesus the joy of knowing Jesus. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I know he lives. When you know that he lives, when you know what he has finished for you, when you know that he lives, when you know what Christ has accomplished for you, 
there is a joy that springs up inside your heart and there is strength that the joy comes with. And that strength is strength for you to accomplish what you wouldn't have accomplished by your own strength. There is a joy that is in knowing Jesus. So our strength is in the joy of knowing Christ. Our strength is in the joy of knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus. The knowledge of Christ gives a man strength. It stirs up inner strength in him. It comes with joy. In the midst of trouble, in the face of storms, even when it looks as if there is no hope, even when people are mocking you. So, our strength is in the joy of knowing Jesus. Our strength is in the joy of knowing Jesus. Our strength is in the joy of knowing Jesus. And that is why we keep teaching people that their eyes can open to what Christ has finished for them on the cross of Calvary. Our brother shared something with us one day in one of his messages. And in that message he said, a lady came to him. The lady said she's been attacked, oppressed by some demons. So the lady came around. And the lady started counting how many ministers, and these are big and notable ministers in this nation that she has gone to. And they all laid hands on her. And nothing happened. <laughs> when she was saying that, he quickly carried his hand and put behind and said, ah, minus me. <laughs> if you have gone to all these ministers and they lay hands on you and you didn't recover, ah, I won't be a monk. <laughs> because if you go to the next person, you say even including him has laid hands also. <laughs> but what did he do? There is something he knew about Jesus. There is something he knew that Jesus has done for her. He quickly told her, it's not laying on of hands. Let me show you what Christ has done for you. He quickly carried her to fourth John and said, little children, you of God and you have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Fourth John, four verse four. Ye of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. <laughs> there is a joy that is in knowing Christ. In that joy, a strength that breaks the power of the wicked. In that joy, it is the strength that breaks the power of the wicked. It is the strength that will make you to pursue to overcome, to overtake, and to recover all. And when he said, ye of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He told the lady, did you understand what that scripture say? So the scripture came with light, so much light and power. The lady started saying, I have overcome them. I have overcome them. I have overcome them. I have overcome them. I've overcome them. I've overcome them. 
that was her deliverance. That was her deliverance. The light came. The joy came. Strength came. That's a lady that cannot sleep alone in a room. I've overcome them. I have overcome them. I have overcome them. I have overcome them. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I have overcome by the blood of the Lamb. I am more than a conqueror. Jesus is my Lord. Greater is he, greater is he that is in me. He showed her what Christ has finished for her. What Jesus has done for her. <laughs> and because she didn't know it, the joy that gives her strength to stand against that demons was sapped. How I wish you can understand what we're talking about. When you know him well and know him intimately, there is a joy that springs up in your heart. That joy is the strength that you needed. Stop letting the devil intimidate you. Stop letting the devil make your heart sink inside you. The reason is because you have not settled down for the knowledge of Christ. Knowing Jesus, the joy that he gives to you, infuses in you the strength that makes you to pursue. It makes you to recover all. It gives you strength. It gives you strength. You know why I'm moving the way I'm moving. You see how we're moving to a boy now. You see, I'm moving to Anambra. You see, I'm moving. Somebody will ask, how will you coordinate all these things? That doesn't concern me. <laughs> Let me plant it first. <laughs> Don't give yourself unnecessary headache. How will you be coordinating it on border? <laughs> he that sent me to the work is able to coordinate all of them. <laughs> you know the problem you have most of the time? If you see things, you start using your five senses to analyze it. Stop analyzing things with your five senses. See it from the knowledge of God that springs up joy in your heart. Listen, joy has started springing up in my heart because I've already gone ahead to see this dead in Africa establishing the five states. I've already seen them playing league here. But how did they come? The knowledge, knowing Jesus, knowing Jesus. For the joy of the Lord how? The joy of knowing Jesus. Not just say the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Which Lord? The Lord you know, the one you don't know. It is the knowledge of the Lord that springs up the joy that gives you the strength for you to pursue a glorious destiny, for you to overtake the enemy. All the enemies and to recover everything that belong to you. Everything that belong to you. I was sharing with these dead players at uh, Aboyne State. I showed them Isaiah chapter 58 verses 12. And they that shall be of thee. And they that shall be of thee. So when I was explaining to them in details, I began to break it 
one after the other. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste place. At least they could see it. Because that place is the old waste place. It's just lying waste. So I could use what is on ground to show them. I say, can you see the old waste place? I said, this was the stadium that I first played. I played on this stadium. On this particular stadium you see today, nothing serious is going on there. I said, this is the old waste place. We have come to build it again. I said, we are here to build it again. But it's not only me that will build it, it's me and you that will build it. We are here to rebuild it again. The old waste place. And God said again, thou shalt raise up the foundation of many generations. I said, we are here to raise foundation of many generations. That even when I'm not here, the generation upon generation will still be benefiting from what God is doing. He said, you shall be called the repairers of bridge and the restorers. I say, it is not a fluke. It is a reality. It is what God said. We are to restore the glory of Africa as a continent. In sports circle, we are to repair all these things they have scattered and turn it as if we are from one place like that. I said that is the scripture God gave to me concerning this place. He said, this is the kind of people I'll raise. They that shall be of thee. It was direct. They that you raise. The kind of people you raise. This is the duty. So I started telling the belly. I tell everyone and each of them from A to Z. They that shall be of thee. So I began to tell them. I said, these things we are seeing here. We need to fix it. We, meet, we need to make you see how you look. You see great players, they are using rubber to play ball. Rubber, rubber boot, rubber boot. That's what they are using. They can't afford to buy boot. Rubber, they didn't see it. They were using rubber. They can't afford to buy boot. Go to Europe, there's nobody who wears rubber. No player. Wait five years, two years, one year. They don't wear rubber to play football. Nobody. So why are we wearing rubber here? Why are we wearing rubber? There's something wrong. I said to them, God is looking for a generation that will make a change in the African continent. And it is you that God has chosen. Now, what is making me rejoice? The knowledge of Christ. Something he has said to you. You can't just say you are smiling. Hey, the Lord is your strength. There is no strength there. There's no strength there if there's no knowledge. Of the Lord that gives you joy. So when I look at what Christ has finished for us on the cross of Calvary, my heart rejoices. I celebrate every day. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 to 11. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 to 11. So understand, I began to see that when you come and say the joy of the Lord is your strength. No, what we needed to know is does he have the knowledge of this Lord that gives people joy, unspeakable? That in the midst of trouble, they are rejoicing. No matter what is happening, they are celebrating. They are bubbling. They know that the future has been secured. They are not worried. They are not moved. Listen, anybody who has stayed around me know, I didn't start saying it today. I have been saying what I'm saying today since so. It's not today I started saying it. I know what God has said about me. And I know it shall come to pass. I know it shall come to pass. 
So I draw strength from the knowledge. I keep pursuing. I keep pursuing. I will overtake. I will recover all. Because the joy of the Lord that comes from the knowing of Jesus has become my strength. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say better amen? Look at that scripture in Romans chapter 5. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For when we are yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Verse 7. For scarcely, for a righteous man will one die. Yet, peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. Verse 8. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 9. Much more then, be done justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Verses 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Verses 11. Finally, can we read together? And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received atonement. So how do we joy? We joy in knowing what Christ has done for us. As we were yet sinners, Christ died for me. I have no other argument. I have no plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. <laughs> I have no other argument. I have no plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. When you understand, it's not just reading scripture and running Why you see people being arrogant is because they don't understand. What am I celebrating? Where is the joy coming from? It comes from knowing the person of Christ, what he did for me. What Jesus has done for me. When that joy comes, it comes with strength. Unspeakable. The strength that I can use to accomplish what one million men cannot accomplish. So when Nehemiah was saying the joy of the Lord is your strength, he wasn't just talking. It's not a compliment. We use that to that as compliment. The joy of the Lord is your strength. We use it as compliment. It is the joy of knowing the Lord. So you tell the person, do you know the Lord? That is where you can say joy of the Lord is there. It becomes your strength. It is the knowing of Jesus. What Christ finished for you 
on the cross of Calvary, look at what Jesus did for me and you. He became the atonement for our sins. Jesus Christ laid himself to be crushed so that we can be rescued. Why we don't have one single strength in us? We can't save ourselves. We cannot lift an act. We couldn't do anything. That is one joy you can't forget. The knowledge must remain. The joy must be springing up every second. Even when they say you can't go there, I say forget it. We are going. There is a joy in me that gives me strength to break everything. Oh, if Jesus could save me, if Jesus could preserve my life, if Jesus didn't flush me away, even in my sins, forget about it, he will give me that land. Ah, how I wish you can understand. There's something that clicks inside me in this Easter. You know, people are just talking whatever they are talking, looking for rice to click. I'm only remembering something. <laughs> this is a time that God used to give me personal encounter because there's this reflection of Christ again. What he has done. What a man of Calvary has done. What he went through in order for my life to be preserved. It gives me joy. And in that joy is the strength for you to do exploit. Can somebody say amen again? Can somebody say better amen again? He said for one we are yet with our strength. In due time Christ died for the ungodly. We were the ungodly. Have you forgotten so quickly? That is why we inherited so many bad names. Obodo. We inherited so many names. We inherited so many. You know many of us are respecting our parents. That's why we have not slaughtered the name. You know that. When you can understand you discover that ah, we, we are actually ungodly. That's why we answer You know, all of those, all of those names came from are you understanding? <laughs> From our ancestors to they are trying to trace our roots. Are you understanding what I'm saying? To one thing like that. We we are ungodly. We, we are in the dark. We don't know anything. We, we are lost completely. If I tell you the people that brought gospel, if you have studied it, when they came in here, how they were slaughtering them. They were killing them. They did everything to stop them. But did Jesus, I tell you, did Jesus, he has looked ahead and they saw me and you and said, no, they will not be killed. They need to be preserved. Those missionaries were killed. They laid down their life just like Christ could lay down his own life. They followed the path that Jesus followed to bring the gospel of Christ here for us so that we can be delivered from ungodliness. So we can be delivered from ungodliness. That's why the Bible said, Jesus, even when we don't have strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. He died to rescue the ungodly like me and you. He died to rescue many people all over the world. I remember the stories I've read where they used to do tradition. They can carry a human being put in a, in a, in a mortar and they pounding the person. 
They say that is what the idol say you need. I say which idol? Where is it coming from? You could see the kind of darkness that these people were into. Terrible people. But what was the cause? They were ungodly. So when Jesus said he died for the ungodly, somebody need to understand what he's talking about. That if Jesus had not died, hey, maybe they would have pounded my head. Maybe it's my head they would have pounded since and used it to do one thing like that. Maybe it's your own head they would have pounded. But Jesus Christ died for the ungodly. Our eyes began to open. Our eyes began to open. Oh, our eyes began to open. Oh, we have been in the dark. Oh, this is not the life. Oh, this is not the path. Is somebody understanding what we're talking about here? So when Nehemiah was saying the joy of the Lord ah, is your strength. It's not just a compliment that we see many Christians using today. Ah, the joy of the Lord. When you finish telling them what you're passing through, they say the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes, the joy of the Lord is your strength, but that is when you know what that Lord has done for you. It springs up a joy unspeakable in your heart, which is translated into what? It's translated into what? It's translated into what? Into strength in you. And with that strength, you can do exploit. You cannot be stopped. Can somebody say amen? Look at seven of that scripture again. For scarcely, for a righteous man will one die. Yet, peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. But look at Jesus. <laughs> look at Jesus. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we don't merit it, we did not merit it. Jesus had to say, let me die for them. It's true. They don't merit it. They are supposed to die. They are supposed to be destroyed. A righteous one like me is not supposed to die for this kind of people. But Jesus said, no. Let them not die. Let me die for them. And rescue all of them back again to God. Do you have this knowledge? This knowledge brings strength. It brings joy in your heart. And it makes you to have strength that cannot be queried. Even the weakness, you see strength coming up. I will see in the main. Go to nine, very quick, so that you will leave that place. Much more then, be now justified by his blood. I am justified by the blood of Jesus. Just because Jesus shed his blood, it justified me. So even if the devil is saying, we are kissing you, he said no. Don't you see the blood? I justify me. They say, oh, which blood? Which blood? Which blood? We are saying that you were a thief before. You were a thief. You kid people. He said, no, it's over. The blood of Jesus is there justifying him. Hi. Can they understand that? Can anybody understand that? Nobody can understand that. I read a story, a story today. Yes, I couldn't even finish it. A young lady, they say, he stabbed somebody. They were fighting, you know, And he stabbed the man, and the man died. A lady, he stabbed the man, the man died. They just sentenced her. That was yesterday or today. They sentenced her. I think by hanging or whatever, that she's going to die. At Lagos State. They just sentenced her. But that was our case. We were sentenced. And Jesus said no. Cancel the sentence of death over their lives. 
Let me go for them. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say a better amen now? Now look at verse 10, verse 10 of that scripture. For if when we are enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So we could see that it was the death of Christ on the cross of Calvary that brought about the reconciliation between we and God. The, the middle wall of partition that was standing between we and God was brought down because of Jesus' death. Somebody's not saying hallelujah here. Somebody's not saying amen here. So you must know it. Don't allow all this thing be clouding your mind. It will rob you the joy that would have given you the strength to do exploit in life. And that joy is not the joy of your bought car. It's not the joy of the promotion. It is the joy of the knowledge of Christ. What Jesus finished for you on the cross of Calvary. The price that Jesus paid for you to have life. That is what we are talking about here. Can somebody say amen? Look at Revelation chapter 12 verse 10. Revelation chapter 12 verses 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength. Say salvation and strength. Say salvation and strength. You cannot separate salvation with the strength of God. Anywhere you see the salvation of God, the strength of God is also packaged in there. No one separates salvation and strength. No one separates salvation and strength. Once salvation comes, strength follows. The strength of the Lord. The strength of the Lord. The strength of the Lord. For you to be able to stand and represent his kingdom. Immediately he finished talking about strength. And the kingdom of our God. And the power of his Christ. <laughs> and the kingdom of our God. And the power of his Christ. Everyone saved. You are a kingdom personality. You are here to represent the kingdom of God. You are here to represent the kingdom of God. You are here to display the power of Christ. People need to see there is power in Jesus. So you are a vessel that God used to display his power. A vessel that God used to display his power. There is no separation with salvation and strength. So whenever you are saved, know also there is a strength that is divine. God has also given to you for you to be able to represent his kingdom here on earth and display the power of Christ wherever you are represented. Can somebody understand what I'm saying here? It's important that you understand it. If you don't understand it, hey, you keep saying the joy of the Lord is my strength. But strength is not there. You know it's not there. You can't accomplish anything. You are confused in life. Even to go and buy granite, fry it and sell, you are confused. Granite, which is the easiest thing to do. If they say go and buy sweet and sell, you can't sell it. 
By the time I became born again, I discovered there's a strength that entered me. I wasn't the man I used to be. There's a strength inside me. So that strength was divine. And I discovered also there is a kingdom I'm to represent. I discovered also the power of Christ began to manifest. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? So that strength in you is for you to pursue. It's for you to overtake the enemies and to recover everything that God has reserved for you in this life. Is somebody saying amen? I say you will not lose your portion. I say you are not losing your portion. I say you will not lose your portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. So better pursue. Don't hold back. Better pursue. Don't hold back. God gives his people strength. Zechariah chapter 10 verses 6. Zechariah 10 says God gives his people strength. He gives his people strength. He gives his people strength. He will not look at you, fold your hand when he knows he has given you the kingdom. And he won't have strength to establish it here on earth. Jesus prayed. He said, thy kingdom come. This is how to pray. Thy kingdom come. We are here on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done. Thy kingdom come. Let your will be done. Don't you see how his kingdom is coming in his first circle? Oh, it's going to be huge one day. One day in this Enugu city, all over Nigeria, is there to have a representative. Team that is coming here to represent this death in Africa. What are we saying? You need the strength. And the strength God has given to you. Can you now see it? Do you have the knowledge of Christ? Do you walk by it every day? Do you know why people play with vision? Do you know why people don't have any flay for vision? They joke with it. If you are telling them about vision, they are hanging around, joking with it, joking with it, playing with it. They don't understand. What they are living for is their stomach. When you have great things to be doing. If I should leave this earth and people are not blessed, I meet many families, not 100, not 200, not 300, not 1,000, then I'm a failure. Because there's something I've seen. I caught something. I saw it early in Christ. I saw it early in Christ. I will say amen. Can we read this together? And I will strengthen the house of Judea. And I will save the house of Joseph. And I will bring them again to place them. For I have mercy upon them. And they shall be as though I had not cast them off. For I am the Lord and their God. And will hear them. And I will strengthen the house of Judea. Not everybody. <laughs> Not everybody. I will strengthen the house of Judea. That's my people. I will strengthen my people. I will strengthen the house of Judea. And I will save the house of Joseph. And I will bring them again to bless them. For I have made you upon them. And they shall be as though I had not cast them off. For I am the Lord their God. And I will hear them. I will strengthen them. I will strengthen them. It will be as if I have not cast them away before. So for God, he reserves his strength for his own. 
Even if he has cast them away, he will still bring them again and strengthen them. So that the world will not mock them. So that they will not make light of his name that he has called on them. So that they will not laugh. But do you know how this will happen? By the strength of the Lord. By the strength of the Lord. By the strength of... If you know what God's strength can accomplish. Look at the case of David. How the strength of the Lord accomplished a task that they have lost already. They recovered all. Nothing was missing. Not a dime. And they gathered so many spoils. So many spoils. I tell you the truth. There is something God is about turning around in your life. When he finishes, people will see you and say, ah, how did this one happen? You tell them by the strength of the Lord. You tell them by the power of the Lord. I will shout it, amen. I will shout it, amen. And I will strengthen the house of Judea. The Lord will strengthen you. The Lord will strengthen you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Finally, look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, everything is tied to Christ. Is Christ. Is Christ. So know it. It is not you. Not your strength. It is the grace that Christ made available. It is the grace that Christ made available. The grace that Jesus made available that will make it work. That is the only thing you can rely on and there will be a restoration. A complete restoration. The grace that Christ has made available. This evening, as I close, he said that grace has the power to make you perfect, establish you, strengthen you, settle you on every side. Settle you on every side. Settle you in your career. Settle you in life. Establish you firmly well. Make everybody to look at you and say, this one is glorious. This one is glorious. I tell you the truth. There is an eternal glory that Christ has reserved for us. Both there and here also we are going to share it. I will say in amen. But how? The knowledge of him. Knowing him. Knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus intimately. Can we pray? Begin to talk to God. Do you know him? That's the question. How do you know him? In your knowing him, are you still progressing? Have you become stunted? Are you still growing in your knowing him? Are you still growing? Have you become a religious person? Are you still growing in knowing Christ? Is Christ your test, your hunger? Have you settled for programs? And not the knowledge of Jesus. What Christ has finished for you. Is that your chase? Is that your hunger? Is that your test day and night? Is that what you pan for? That cannot be quenched by any other thing. 
Where is your own joy coming from? Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Which simply means the joy of knowing Jesus. The joy of knowing what the Lord has done for you. What Christ Jesus has finished for me and you on the cross of Calvary. His blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. His death that crushed the power of the enemy of our lives. And set us free from prison. His blood that justified us. Is somebody talking to God. That joy is where the strength of a child of God is. And that strength is what you need. To pursue, to overtake and to recover all. And to enjoy the glory of God. Even with him here on earth. Papa Thank you, Jesus. We give glory to you. Thank you for accepting to die for us. Even while we are yet sinners, we give praise to you. Thank you for your blood that justifies us. Thank you, Lord, for your blood that justified. We worship you. We celebrate you. We rejoice in your faithfulness. We keep praising you, Lord. We appreciate you because you have answered. Thank you for the power of your resurrection. We worship you. Thank you. We celebrate, O Lord. You that is alive forever and ever. Blessed be God forever. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at Suze E23, C2C Plaza, Bucketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090-60-222-330, email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.